live again on YouTube. This is Bullheaded, episode 42. I am here with P. Bush and Zoo. How you guys doing? Oh, doing great, man. Just had this week to uh, soak in the Justin Fields, man. Uh, you look at the Bears' <laughs> Instagram. You, you look at the Bears' Instagram, and you you wonder who they have drafted. I think every one of their <laughs> posts in the past week has all been Justin Fields. So yeah. I'm all in, man. I'm all in. Yeah, I never see Chicago Bears fans so happy in my entire life, man. <laughs> it's like euphoria, man. Everyone's happy. There's good vibes, good mood, and yeah, they should be, man. They got to steal. They didn't even have to trade up that much. Like eleventh overall, not even in the top ten, man. Great pick, yeah. great pick. Yeah, Bears, man. It's it's a new day in Chicago, man. They got Ooh. a quarterback. Uh, like I said, I've been following the Bears a little bit, just looking on their fees. A lot of other teams too, but they they definitely been pumping that up, and for good reason, man. I think he's gonna bring a lot of good joy to the Bears. So uh, we're gonna start with the NFL and talk about uh, draft grades and who we think is you know, had a really good draft and maybe some teams that maybe reached on some picks. And uh, I'm going to start with you, P. Bush. I mean, I know where you're going to go with the first one, but uh, tell me who you think is your good and your bad of the draft. Yeah. I mean, you know, I got I to gotta shout out the Bears. I mean, you know, we, we did cover the part of the first round last week. So we all got to see the, the greatness in Justin Fields being picked. You know, Bears finally got their quarterback. But the big, the big thing for me was the offensive line. I mean, I think, you know, Ryan Pace finally realized that, if you have a good quarterback, the next thing you got to do is you got to protect the quarterback. And so the next, <laughs> the next two picks, I mean, they, they got money's worth, man. Um, you know, the big pick for me was Tevin Jenkins because he was initially their first round pick. If they had held that number 20 uh, overall pick and hadn't traded up, he was projected to go to them, um, the tackle out of Oklahoma state. And they somehow were able to sneak, get him in the second round. They did, did they did make a little trade up to get him. But man, they had him, they had him eyed the entire time. We got a stud offensive tackle now. And then the next pick, man, they come out and they get Larry Borum, the offensive tackle out of Mizzou, who ran like a five-second 40-yard dash as like a six-six tackle. So they got two solidified offensive linemen now to go along with Justin Fields with that running back in David Montgomery. We got Allen Robinson. Man, this this offense is looking pretty solid now. I am this is this is great. But uh, there's some there's some other good ones too, man. I thought the Lions had a good draft. I, I think that you know they needed to protect Jared Goff. They got the best alignment in the in the draft, as we saw in uh, Penne out of Oregon. Um, and then they built up that defense that has been atrocious since I've been alive. I think um, <laughs> you know they've been pretty damn bad over the past twenty years defensively. So they're building up that D line. Um, but you know there were there were a lot of teams I thought that had a pretty good draft. Um, Zoo, I know you and I were saying that's one of the better offensive drafts we had seen at least in the first round uh, in a couple of years. So which which one do you think was the best one for you? Besides uh, for the Bears, me, of course. Oh uh, yeah, obviously the Bears pick. I love that pick. Blew my mind. Made the draft for me, man. That that move was beautiful. But I'm going from the fantasy football perspective. Ah, okay. Uh, you know, my thoughts about the rookie running back situation, because usually there's always one guy that pops off as a rookie. He's usually drafted later on because he's a rookie fourth, fifth rounder. And he turns out to be like a second round, third round value. And I'm looking at the Pittsburgh Steelers, yep. man, with Najee Harris, Alabama running backs, man. They got a nice little resume, man. They, Derrick Henry, Mark Ingram, there's some fantasy studs every year. So Alabama, that offensive line, the Pittsburgh Steelers, obviously Big Ben, he, he's past his prime. And the dude's about to retire, too. He's going to follow Phillip Rivers, Eli Manning. Like, they're close. he's so close to retirement. So, like, this man is going to be running the football. They're going to be the guy, team that runs the football, relies on the defense. So I feel like Najee Harris and fantasy football is a beautiful combination. <laughs> And you know me, I'm gonna probably take in fantasy football this I year. Man. I'm giving a sneak. I'm, I'm giving a sneak peek. Yo, man, <laughs> you gotta take him. Oh man, dude. If he's, yeah, I can't take him too early because he's a rookie. But man, I, I got him on my list, man. Yeah. And James Conner, like I said, wow. he's just not that good, man. He just had night one nice season because he was back at Le'Veon Bell. They have a good offensive line, good offense, and he just got some easy yards. Like it happens yeah. every year to James Conner. Offensive yeah. line, yeah, he just had all the tools around him: the O line, the QB, the wide receivers, making him so. Like James Conner had a nice run, and now it's this man from Alabama is going to take over, man. So I'm just looking at that. I'm just like, that's a great fit, obviously. Obviously, but, but then him. I, yeah, 
Yeah, their running game was atrocious. I think it was last. Was it last <laughs> last year? Yeah. It was definitely bottom definitely five. last or last, I think. I'm not sure. Yeah, there's a reason why they lost to the Cleveland Browns, man. They're off. They're all running back. Like you lost the Cleveland yeah. Browns. Their running back situation was pitiful. Godly. So, well, yeah. Browns so, is godly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, with Nick Chubbs <laughs> and Kareem Hunt, they're they're greedy. They got two RB ones. Like they're yeah. greedy. They got two of them. They don't even need two of them. So I, I do like that pick. I think the fit as well later in the first round. Like we saw recently, like th- there have been a lot of like legit running backs going like really early in drafts in the past couple of years. Like like top 10 picks. So that's like high draft yep. capital. And if he turns out to be a stud, a later round in the first round pick, that's some pretty good value for him. Yeah. I mean, the other one for me, I mean, the Broncos, I mean, I liked the Javante Williams pick out of UNC. You're talking another running back. They got him in the second yeah. round. Uh, I think he's going to be pretty damn good, especially for, you know, they, they, they've had solid backfields with Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon, but it just hasn't been consistent. And, you know, so bringing in a young guy to kind of, either, you know, light a fire underneath the Melvin Gordon, you know, and, and Philip Lindsay aspect. I mean, that'd be great for the Broncos, but look, they had a solid draft, man. Patrick certain is going to oh, be yeah. a monster quarterback, cornerback. Mm-hmm. You saw champ Bailey, giving him a quick shout out champ Bailey, one of the best corners of all time. Uh, he was a, a Madden staple back in the day for me when I used to draft my teams. And if he's getting high praise from champ Bailey, you know that, you know, that he, he's going to be a hell of a player. Um, but look, man, they classic Vic Fangio, ex Bears D coordinator. He loves to build up his defense. I think they would have liked to have uh, picked a quarterback. And honestly, I'm I'm a little surprised that they passed on Fields. I mean, they yeah, held the ninth pick. Oh, shot! I, I think maybe they were a little a uh, little too confident that, that they might be able to pull off that Aaron Rodgers trade somehow, <laughs> some way. But you know, we didn't see that draft night. You don't want to lock that in, saying that it's going to happen during this offseason because. I feel like every offseason, man, we hear Aaron Rodgers is unhappy. And this is a little different, man. It's, it's a true. little different this offseason. That's, that's I think true he's out is. of there. You think so? I think he's out of there. I think well, do you, I mean, it, it, to me, it's either the, the Vegas or Denver, if yeah. anything. And, I put money you know, on Denver. Yeah, Denver would be solid. I mean, we saw Peyton Manning make a late you know, career yeah. move out there, and he won a Super Bowl, you know. Not as the the main reason why they won a Super Bowl, but hey, man, he, he yeah. threw fifty touchdowns over there too. I mean, he he popped off. You got you know the thin air with Rogers' arm, man. He's gonna throw it like ninety yards. So you know if if he were to go there, that'd be great. And you know maybe that's what they were banking on in the draft. Um, so I do think they didn't they didn't address the QB necessarily in the draft, but they addressed like everything else. Um, they have a solid wide receiving core. They have a solid O line. They have you know a solid tight end and, and Noah Fant. Um, you know, decent running game, not not the best, but their defense, man, is going to be something to to be reckoned with. And I think a lot of teams they know that. They, hey, man, they got to find got to find a way to stop Mahomes. What's the best way to do it? Get the best shutdown corner in the draft. You got to shut down Tyree Kill. You know, you got to shut down the quick guys uh, on the Raiders. You know, it, it, it'll be interesting to see how this team plays out because they're just the definition of a five and eleven to six and ten team every single year. And they're just trying to dig themselves out of that hole. So I thought yeah. they did pretty well. Man, man. But go from positives to negatives, though, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, obviously, the Jacksonville Jaguars got Trevor Lawrence. So that's that's an easy thing. That's a freebie. Even I yep. could have drafted that dude. No talent involved. But I'm looking at their next pick. Yeah. A running back. Travis Etienne, right? I look at this running back. I'm like, James Robinson was good last year. Yeah, right? more than good. He, dude, was, he like, was great. This he, he, was the only reason, he, he was the only reason Sean was relevant <laughs> in fantasy football. Yeah, yeah he might <laughs> have zero wins without James Robinson. Yeah, but, facts. man, the dude came out of nowhere. Cheap contract. This guy was an absolute monster. And what do they do? They draft another running back for some reason. I don't I don't get it. Maybe because, like, he's a Clemson guy. They're like, oh, Trevor Lawrence. Like, like I don't get it. I'm just like, I'm just looking at this. I'm like, huh? What's the point? Like, you already got a solid running back. You were just talking about the Cleveland Browns, man. Yeah, but might as well go for an offensive lineman, man. Protect Trevor Lawrence, man. Like, like two running backs. Like, I'm just like, that's excessive, man. Because the thing with the Cleveland Browns is, dude, they're so talented. Like, the only position that they're I think they could get a lot better is the quarterback position, but they don't control that. They can, like, you got Baker Mayfield. Like, what, what are your uh, other options? So like, yeah, that's yeah. like the only big position I see that they can significantly improve because they got the best 
offensive line of football with these elite running backs. So it doesn't. I I, I feel like it doesn't even matter who's behind the O line. Like any average running back behind that Cleveland O line could do decent. So I'm looking at Travis Etienne as the second second pick in the first round. I don't like it. Like I don't even like it. Yeah. Like even in fantasy football, I don't like it either. He might be splitting time with James Robinson. True. Like so, I'm just like I don't like anything about it. Not good for fantasy. I don't even think he's good for Trevor Lawrence. Maybe got to protect that guy first. Yeah, I mean, no, you're right, Zoo. I mean, I think that you know maybe they're maybe they're kind of playing off that you know maybe James Robinson had a had a lucky year, but looking at that Jaguars team last year, man, they did not have a good O line. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did not have a good passing game. So the fact that James Robinson was able to do as well as he did was very impressive. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like a James Conner type fluke where he had a beast O line to make him look great. Robinson was just doing his thing, man. So I, Zoo, I agree. You know, but the thing is, they're both cheap. So, yeah. you know, and, you know, it's a small market team, you know, they're, they're down to take solid talent. Zoo, you're always a, you're always about taking the best talent available. And ATN is a very talented football player. I don't yeah, think anybody is. can deny that he's explosive. He's explosive as hell. Um, so I can't hate on the pick, but I agree. There probably were better areas to address. Um, you know, who's better but- him or Najee Harris? I'd yeah. take Najee Harris. I mean, they yeah, went Najee back Harris. to back. Yeah, they went yeah. Back to back. I don't know. I mean, I'd say it's pretty close, though. I mean, we won't really know. I mean, their games were great in college, but offense in college, man, is is next level because there's no defense played in college <laughs> unless you're Indiana University somehow last year. But, um, you know, a, a team that, man, the Rams had a bad draft, man. They had a bad draft. They drafted. Yeah, dude, they fell. I mean, middle linebacker. They t- they took uh, Tutu Atwell, the Louisville wide receiver, in the second round. They didn't have a first rounder because you know they they haven't had a first rounder in what like four or five years. I feel like they trade him away for <laughs> a, a Pro Bowler every year because everybody wants to go out to Los Angeles. Um, but I just don't think they really addressed anything. Um, they already have a pretty solid wide receiving core, and the fact that they use their first pick on a wide receiver doesn't make much sense to me. Um, you know, I, their defense is great. I think they could have continued to build up their offensive line. Um, and, and they just completely neglected, in my opinion, where they needed help the most. Um, but once again, it's hard when you're not, you know, similar, similar with the Texans, man, if you don't have draft picks, it's hard to have a good draft. I mean, you're, you're finding these, you know, quote unquote diamonds in the rough or trying to find diamonds in the rough, but man, there's thousands of players that you have available, and you're picking a Louisville wide receiver, man. I mean, I know I'm, I'm sure he's a good player, but like that's not the position that they needed to address um, first and foremost. So there were a couple teams that, you know, I thought could have done better. Um, I know a lot of people had the Patriots as a very high draft grade, Zoo. I, yeah, I think it's I just Sean, Sean and I were talking pre production. You know, we think it's a lot of Bill Belichick, just people hope, you know, have faith in Bill Belichick turning. Mac Jones into the next Tom Brady, you know, Good Mr. Luck. Accountant, you know. So, uh, what do you what do you think about that, Zoo? Do you think Mac's gonna progress well in New England? I don't. Know. He fit. He fits the prototype, right? You just look at the dude, man. He, he just looks like a Patriots QB, man. Just look at him like as a successor to Tom Brady. Obviously, there's only one Tom. Brady. Like, what Tom, I keep saying, what Tom Brady did this past year with the Buccaneers was his greatest accomplishment in football. What yeah. he did, jumping from one franchise to another, the, his ability Ooh. to recruit talent, getting Leonard Fournette, Antonio Brown, like forcing pretty much um. the Buccaneers organizations to be like, yo, give me weapons and I'm going to win. And he got weapons and he yeah. won. And, yeah. and, <laughs> and in the regular season, it wasn't a cakewalk, right? Because he was not no. in, in one of the worst divisions ever because historically – Man, his AFC divisions, man. Like you got the Jets, like you have the Dolphins, like the Bills when the they Bills. were bad. Yeah, historically, <laughs> these teams all had terrible quarterbacks. So you just got three six wins every year. You get a first round bye, and then you and then you just win the chance. You win a couple games, you make the Super Bowl. So it was, his yeah. path was so much easier. And what he did this year, his path was hard. Like he had to beat some good teams to get it, it in. It was in the wild card game. So like Drew his Brees path, is getting the yeah. best of them too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. So his path and what he pulled off, and after witnessing that, that was some goat like performance. Even though against the Green Bay Packers, he threw he threw those picks, man. It just a Rod was able to cash in those freaking picks. Still pissed off about that, man. A Rod <laughs> played like complete garbage. But Mac Jones, 
I don't believe in multiple miracles, man. You, know, you, had, you had one miracle in Tom Brady. Ain't happening again, man. Ain't happening again. Like, I mean, Alabama. he's a first rounder. Oh, man. He looking like the boss, man. I'm saying it, man. He really? looking like out of the QBs. He looking like the boss, nah, even though he fits the prototype. Zach Wilson. You know, Zach. Okay, the Jets, that's just an accident waiting to happen. Everything about the <laughs> Jets organization. Sam Darnold, Mark Sanchez, man, all these oh high my, QB the picks. Man. Oh, my Lord. Like, the Mark Sanchez on ESPN because he's such a bad quarterback, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't even think that dude's an Alice. No one can take him seriously because you remember Stephen A. Smith calling the butt fumble, man. I, no yeah. one can take the dude seriously. Surprised he got a job on television. But, like, after those QB situation, Zach Wilson, like, people say, man, the guy looks like a young kid, man. Doesn't look like a mature QB. So, can't really take the dude seriously. So, we'll see if he's any good. But he'll need a lot of help. But the, they draft the good offense alignment. So, hopefully, they can resolve that situation. Because if he, if he got no O-line, like, his weapons are pretty, like, yep. doo-doo. Like, like, who's his best receiver? Like, Jamison Crowder, man. He's like five nine, five ten. Man, do you know what he would go in fantasy football? Undrafted, <laughs> undrafted. Yeah, with, only because Zach Wilson's guy, yeah. quarterback. Yeah, I mean, dude, oh. look, Crowder's not bad. He just has no help whatsoever trying yeah. uh, with somebody trying to get him the ball. Uh, I mean, Sam Darnold, and now he's got an, a new quarterback in Zach Wilson. Honestly, it, it, what it really comes down to is Zach Wilson's got some talent, but. Is the Jets' offense even going to be competent enough to provide him with plays that will allow him to thrive? I I, I don't believe that. I just I don't see that happening. Yeah. At least at least right off the bat, I don't see that happening. It might take him a while. Um, you know, it could be a bust back to back for you know a bust in in Jets terms, right? You know, Sam Darnold could end up playing well in Carolina, but mm. you know, uh, in Jets team play. This, you know, their last quarterback kind of busted for them, and this next one could too. So they're a sorry franchise, and I hate to say it, but, man, if the Bears hadn't drafted Justin Fields, I would have put them in a very similar category of the Jets for the next 10-year projection. But that didn't happen, and I'm a happy man. So solid draft overall, I will say, though. It was an entertaining one. Yeah, they better be right about Sam Darnold because they had a chance to take Justin Fields, but they bet big on Sam Darnold. So let's see if it pays off because – yeah. Woo, you can look real smart or real dumb, man. That's why yep. I love. That's why I love the game to see what happens. Yeah, um, I think two teams that had. I don't know if their draft was like completely great, uh, but I think the Chargers did really well getting Slater mm-hmm. in the first round to protect Herbert. I think yep. that's going to solidify their line. I like Asante in the second round. It's just at. I feel like Chargers always have really good DBs, so that was a really good pickup. The Ravens. I would love the Rashad Bateman pick. Because it gives Lamar at least an option of a. You guy think he's a wide in. receiver one? Bateman, no, not not start off, but I do think he can develop into it. Because he's really, to be honest, I don't know who Baltimore has. I'm not sure who they have at their receivers right now. But in terms of Hollywood. body type and frame, like, I mean, Hollywood's a great receiver, but he's not a number one guy. No. He's a guy that needs to bounce off a of number two or number one. So he's yep. he's a like if I think he could be unleashed even more if he was like, you know, had a number one guy and. I, I've been bullish on Bateman. I like him a lot. He runs routes really well to be 6'2". Like, I don't know if that's his official height, but he's in that range. So I like his I like his route running a lot. And I also like that they got a, a guard from Georgia, huge guard. I think I was looking at their projected offensive line. It was like the smallest guy was going to be like 6'6", 300. So, like, their whole line is huge. So that's, that's going to really help their help running Lamar. game. <laughs> yeah, with Lamar. And I think that's why they probably geared towards the running game because their line is huge. Yeah. So uh, those are the two teams I really liked a lot. Uh, I, I'm not sure where it shifts the balance of power in like in all these divisions with the draft. I mean, obviously Jacksonville, if they hit, they could really take off because we don't know what's going to happen with Houston, Tennessee. I mean, Tannehill's there, but I don't know how long that's going to last. One and more uh, year. you know, Wentz with being the Colts. <laughs> Based off his year with Philadelphia, it's, it's hard to say that he's going to have this new resurgence, even though he does have his head coach now. So we'll see with that. But I think Jacksonville going with Trevor Lawrence, that's going to be the one that's going to, if it hits, that's going to shift the power. And will be crazy because I, it's just hard for me to picture Jacksonville being like in playoff talk. That's just going to be hard to like look at. Sorry. Hey man, they, they almost they almost made the Super Bowl a couple years back with Blake yeah. Bortles. But right? consistently, it's like I just it's just hard to True. see a small market team like they're just consistently in playoff talk. Hey, uh, I mean, it, yeah, Green Bay for years, man. 
they're, but they're one, of, way, one of, if not the yeah. smallest market team in yeah. the country. But so let me tell you something. They keep pissing off your boy Rodgers. They're going to be irrelevant real quick. Yeah. Like you say, I'm not talking shit about Jordan Love. I hadn't seen him play, but. Oh, I'm going to talk shit about Jordan Love, man. He better be a Hall of Famer, man. He better be. He, he better he be a better Hall be. of Famer because, oh, my Lord, they bet it all on him. Yep. Piss off your franchise quarterback right now. Crazy. Right? Like, they're, man, they're he's, calling, he's calling the GM Jerry Krause. Yeah. That was that was funny. I will say that was pretty damn funny. Oh, but look, hey, there could be a there could be a power shift in the uh in the NFC North too. Yeah. yeah I finally, yeah, finally got a quarterback I could watch in the Chicago uniform, man. Finally. It's been it's been too long, man. It's been too long. Oh man. This is the this is the second the next best thing uh after after Derek Rose being drafted. Oh, man. <laughs> oh it's so good. It man. probably is, right? I, I probably is based on hype. Yeah, He's probably yeah. Up there with Denver, better, maybe maybe, maybe Pat maybe Patrick Kane for the Blackhawks. That's probably the only other massive like franchise changing move in Chicago. Speaking of the Blackhawks, they got a they got a sick uh, jersey. I think I had a I want I think I had a hoodie one time, but I lost it. They have a sick hoodie, even though I don't ever watch hockey, but they got a sick hoodie. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So that was our draft grades. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how these guys gel and. You know, we're going to all follow their careers. But we're going to shift into the NBA. Only a handful of games left. A lot of positioning. I feel like it's a little bit more competitive this time around because of the play-in. So a lot of teams are trying to shift their position to see if they can actually get into the play-in or the actual playoffs. So we are going to talk about the most interesting playoff scenarios uh, for this upcoming, I guess, play-in and eventual playoffs. And uh, Zoo. I'm going to start with you, man. Which matchups would you think be the most interesting? Man, dude, not going to lie, man. First round in the West is spicy, man. It mm-hmm. is nice, man, especially in the West because right now Lakers are injured. They are vulnerable of losing in the first round. I said it, in the first round, LeBron James' team can lose in the yeah. first round because he doesn't look right, man. LeBron James putting up 16 points. Man, they ain't the king. The king yeah. sprained his ankle, yeah. and he looks like an old man now. Like, I don't know what happened. He legit regressed a couple of years with that ankle injury. And he had yeah. – and after trying to come one. back – Yeah, and trying to come back, and then, like, he's like, oh, I, like, I felt like a tweak in it. Like, he felt pain. I was just like, that's not good. Anthony Davis, like, you know my thoughts about Anthony Davis. He's a great talent, but not a leader, not an alpha. No. He's Robin, man. He's Robin. He got Batman talent, but Robin mentality. He can't carry a franchise. So right now, the Lakers right now, they are so close to being the play-in tournament. Yep. And you know what can happen in a play-in tournament. You lose two games, you out, Ooh. man. You're not even Honor. in the playoffs. And I, and I see LeBron complaining about it. Shut up, LeBron. <laughs> Shut up. He loved it last year. Man, he complained about it now because you're in the sixth seed, man. That's why. Like, you think thinking you're going to be a top three seed. And you see right now you're with you're with the Portland Trailblazers, man. You're fighting with the Portland Trailblazers, a team that has been injured all year. Dame Dalla and him are going to be fighting right now. They're within half a game up there with the Dallas Mavericks, too. So that's going to be it. really, really interesting. Because right now, your match could be playing against the Memphis Grizzlies or the Golden State Warriors in the play-in tournament. And my God, imagine a one-game type or two or one-game elimination type game between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Golden State Warriors. That will be beautiful to watch. That will be beautiful to watch. The Lakers are injured. Steph Curry playing like a basketball god right now, even though the rest of the team is pretty sadly. It's a pretty sad roster outside of Steph Curry. But one game, he just got to be going for four to five to win the game. All out, man. Go full energy. It's a one-game elimination series. It's not a seven-game series. So all you got to do is win one game. So this is when anything is possible right now. Like the worst team could have an upset because it's March Madness, elimination-style game, which, man, I love it. I love it, man. It emphasizes the regular season more because I because this makes it way better because now yeah. top six teams make the playoffs automatically. That makes sense. When you had eight teams, more than 50% of teams made the playoffs, man. If you look at the if you look at MLB, you look at the NFL, it's not top 50% automatically plays playoff. It's more selective. So I think it values the regular season more and makes the middle more competitive. So more team has the yeah. opportunity of making it. 
less tanking, which is good for the NBA. So, like, I just see this playing tournament as real nice. So, obviously, the Lakers and even the, like, Portland Trailblazers versus Golden State Warriors, that's nice. John Moran again, maybe against the Trailblazers again. So, all these elite superstar point guard matchups, man, in the West, oh, my Lord, man. It's going to be beautiful to watch, especially these one-game elimination game. Obviously, I want the Spurs to lose because I don't want to watch Spurs basketball. Hopefully, Golden <laughs> State or Portland Trailblazers wins, depending on the matchup. But I- I'm done with the Spurs. Nobody cares about the Spurs. But, but yeah, the West is nice. In the first round, too, yeah. like, one eight seed, like, Utah Jazz, maybe against the Golden State Warriors, that's going to be fun. Man, Phoenix Suns against maybe the Dallas Mavericks, Los Angeles Lakers, these first-round matchups. And this can happen in the first round. L.A. Clippers, Los Angeles Lakers might happen in the first round. Three-six matchup. That would be crazy. What? So that that would be amazing. Hopefully everyone's healthy so there's going to be no excuses after the losers because I don't want to see injured superstars. But if they're both healthy – that will be like the greatest first round matchup in NBA history. Yeah. I mean, and it's, yeah. and it all comes down to the only reason that that would come into play is because of injuries. Oh, so, I mean, oh, the yeah. only reason the Lakers are even in this situation is because of the injuries, as you said, Zoo. The one I'm eyeing, and, and this is kind of what I'm hoping plays out, is I hope that the Blazers take over that Lakers sixth seed and the Lakers drop to seven. Because let me tell you something. I think that the Grizzlies in one game, I think the no. Grizzlies could outplay the Lakers defensively. No and dude, no all right, let me let me I put it to you this it. way. Give nah, me one, the like, they're Jarvis. I can see Steph, but I can't see it with the Grizzlies. Give me one one playoff series where LeBron has played well in game one. One. But it's different. It'd be game this seven. He game always plays game seven. It's not, well game seven. No, but that's it's not game seven. It's not boys, a game one. Boys, LeBron's first game in the playoffs almost every single year is slow, if not his second game as well. So that's why he doesn't want to play it. One is, yes, he's in the situation where we'll have to play in the yeah. play But he also knows that he likes to get warmed up. He likes to get warmed up, especially like coming off an injury yeah. as well. I think any one of the teams besides the Spurs – Whoever told like if the Lakers were to drop in that play in, I think the other two teams could could beat the Lakers in one game. In one game. Now obviously the Lakers the Lakers would have a chance to to redeem themselves and they'd get the eighth seed and they probably would. Um I I don't doubt that. But uh I think that the Grizzlies are a harder team to play against than a lot of people think. Uh especially they have nothing to lose, man. They're young. They're they 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 just make everybody's life hard. I think that'd be a hell of a matchup. But I'd also love to see Ja versus Dame. I think that'd be a great again, rematch, rematch from last year. Rematch play in again. But Zoo, I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot to the Eastern Conference actually for a great first round matchup of two teams that are on the rise. As of right now, we're seeing a possible Knicks versus Hawks first round matchup. That's one of the better offensive teams going against arguably the best defensive team in yeah. the league. These are young teams that like to get up and run. I'd love to see Trey versus D. Rose, John Collins versus Julius Randle. These are some solid matchups that I think Thibodeau could take advantage of. I think the, Haw- the Hawks are less disciplined. They've, got- they've gotten more disciplined as the season's gone on. Clearly, yeah, Nate they- McMillan yeah. just flipped a switch. Yeah. That old, that old so coach did. sucks so much, man. He's yeah. so bad. Nate McMillan took over, and they started winning games immediately. It's actually pretty funny yeah. how that happened. It is. So, look, I, I think that'd be a hell of a matchup. Um, I, I, I'm not saying, you know, that that's a series that I could see in the first round going, of all the series, going seven games. That could be a seven-game series uh, just because the Knicks, man, they, they dominate on the defensive end, but they still have a stud in Julius Randle. Obviously, the Hawks got their stud in Trey Young, rising star in John Collins, too. Uh, you know, got Clint Capella. It, it could be – this could be a great – matchup overall and but that's in the eastern conference man i know not as many people care about it uh but zoo you you touched on the west so i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with the east i think a two versus seven matchup if it were to play out this way you know the heat are holding the uh, brooklyn the miami brooklyn miami man i mm. think that'd be great jimmy butler versus kd man i like i like the heat's chances of forcing six or seven games in that series i think that the chemistry come playoff time in brooklyn could cause a little bit of issues. Uh, I, I'm not saying that they're going to just implode uh, right off the bat. But look, man, in playoff crunch time, who are you giving the ball to between those three guys in Brooklyn, man? And, and I bet they're talking about it. 
I bet they're talking about it. Like, they better I mean, be giving it to James Harden if they want to win. Oh, no. Nah, be I'm, I'm giving it I'm giving it to KD, man. If, <laughs> in the playoff time, James hasn't carried a team. Come on, man. But I don't know. I feel like it's just they've looked so bad without James lately. Like, they're it's awful different with without Kyrie. James. They're not they're good. They can't they're facilitate good anything. It's weird. But. Yeah, but I, I'm talking more of like you, you. You have the game-winning shot. Who are you giving it to? Oh yeah, and yeah. If they're all playing, if they're all playing on the court, they're gonna they're gonna do fine. But I think of all the the lower seeded teams, Miami easily has the best shot to you know force their hand a bit more. They have the experience. Um, they've kind of just coasted through this regular season, Miami. I, I think they've really just uh, they have a chance to to get out of the play-in. And the Celtics and them are going back and forth right now. I think they're tied. Yeah, actually. they are. They've been going back and forth for a while. Yeah, but but they have the Celtics have the tiebreaker. Um, they each have six games left, so that that'll be a hell of a hell of a fight towards the end there. And obviously, that that's the biggest cutoff point in the East. Mm-hmm. Um, but another one, man. It, whoever whoever get, grabs that six spot is gonna have to play the Bucks. And Bucks are playing, game, dude. This is a different Bucks team, man. With Drew Holiday at the yeah. point guard position, even though the record is worse, the talent level is up and it's way better than the old Bucks teams. Like and won uh, you know my run. thoughts. You know my thoughts about Eric Bledsoe, one of the worst <laughs> point guards I ever see. I still can't go over oh. how scary Terry embarrassed his ass and make him look like a bum, man. And he took it personally. And the guy yeah. looked, just looked like the biggest. Scrub ever, and I don't know. The Bucks paid him seventeen million dollars. They had to trade him away and a bunch of draft picks to get rid of him to sell him off to get Drew Holiday. But man, hey, my I'm- God, that upgrade at the point guard position. This is a man that's a two way player. He defends at such a level. He could guard three positions, man. He could guard Kevin Durant to Damian Lillard. Like he's yeah. so versatile yeah. on defense. He's really smart on defense. Like his ability to see like tendencies and seeing like what players like as far as like. Having like you know, passing, good driving to lane, pick and roll defense. Like this guy, man, this guy is just a lead on the defensive end. And I feel like his ability can elevate the Bucks this year and might yeah. be able to win the East this year. Mm, yeah, I really? said, yeah, yeah. Because the thing with the Brooklyn that. Nets is the injury situation, just like the Lakers. Like yeah. KD's in and out of the lineup, Kyrie's yeah. in and out of the lineup, James Harden now, who's Iron Man. Like this dude plays like 80 games every single year. He has like some hamstring injury, and that I I feel like that injury, I'm like it's pretty serious because he reaggravated it. Like he was healthy, yeah. came in, and he got injured the same game they came back in. So like James Harden being injured, I don't think they can come out of these without James Harden. Like sure, but yeah, yeah. If, so if he doesn't play the entire series, or at least I, I think Zoo, I think that you know unless they have to play the Heat in the first round, if they were to be without Harden, let's say like the Hornets were able to pull it <laughs> off and, and snap. No, let's just say, let's just say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, it's, yeah, once yeah. again, it's it, once again, if if the Hornets had to play the Heat in one game, man, you got to remember this is one game, right? Anything yeah. can happen. Yeah, and like we said, it's it's a March Madness. So if the Hornets were to get in. You know, I, I like oh, the Brooklyn Nets like the Floors. Exactly. They beat them. Do you know why I know that? Because the Chicago Bulls are beating the Charlotte Hornets, man. Sure, and the go. Bulls have been atrocious. A train hey, wreck, man. They got me back, by back on the, the back they got me back on tankathon.com, man. Looking like <laughs> at the draft odds now, man. 31% as a top four pick, man. I'm back on that website. I thought I was done oh, with man. that website this year, man. We both had faith in them. We did. And then later and that, man, we're back in the lottery. Right the, the most important day will be the draft lottery night, and I'll be praying. I'll be praying we get a top four pick because that'll change our franchise, man. So that's why, that's why I think Charlotte is irrelevant. They'll lose to the Chicago Bulls. So if that's they even cool. make the tournament, they might get swept. I think they'll that's- definitely get swept. Like, it doesn't matter who they play, man. If they play, Yeah, if they play the Brooklyn Nets, they're getting swept. So, yeah, not too worried about that. But, but, but the second-round matchups, though, because, like, Brooklyn versus Milwaukee. Yeah. Wow. A tough matchup. Yeah. Wow. And the, way Giannis, and the way Giannis is balled against the Brooklyn Nets specifically, he dropped him 49 on Kevin Durant. <laughs> he hitting three-pointers somehow, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this dude sucks at threes. He started hitting threes. Like, he outplayed Kevin Durant two games in a row. Let's yeah. like go in. It's, a, it's an off-season for KD. Let's, let's, let's give him the benefit of the doubt there. 
you know, with injuries coming but in. I, I'm just saying Drew Holiday just elevates difference. that yeah, team to that level of, okay, you got like Drew Holiday, even Chris Middleton, he's balling again, 20 points, five rebounds, five assists as a swim He's third, third option third now. Yeah, yeah. He, he, that's the definition of a third option, man. He can't be the, he can't be Robin. He is Alfred, man. Drew Holiday gets the Robin <laughs> position, and my boy Giannis be Batman. That dude just got to hit some freaking free throws in the playoffs because yeah. he had those mental issues in the playoffs, man. Like he yeah. got like 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 robotic, like mechanical looking free throw. Ugly. Don't know what's very, going on. Uh, it's very shifty. Yeah, it do so remind me of it remind me of Chuck Charles Barkley <laughs> swinging a golf club when Giannis is shooting damn free hey, throws. Oh my lord! Like Giannis, <laughs> I don't know what happened. He had a hitch in his freaking uh, free throw, man. Embarrassing. Yeah, exactly. So if if he shoots his free throws like that, I'm out on the Bucks. But if he can shoot like seventy percent from the free throw oh, line, they legitimately have a shot, especially with the Brooklyn Nets injured, man. That. That's going to be very, very interesting because if they beat the Brooklyn Nets in the 76ers and make the finals, that would be very impressive. Like two really solid teams in the NBA. Like I would say they're both, I would say top five teams in the NBA. Being two top five teams and making to the NBA finals, man, mad impressive. And if Giannis pulls it off, man, he's got to go a little higher in my all-time rankings if he pulls it off, wins a a finals MVP, and leads this Bucs team through this East with these two elite teams. I don't think it's gonna happen. But <laughs> if the Brooklyn Nets are injured, which honest. they are right now, they yeah, can do they'd it. Lose, they'd lose. They lose. They lose to whoever comes out of the West, though. Let's be honest. I don't know about this year. The Lakers I, I, are I injured. The Suns. I think the, the Suns. I, everybody's hyping up the Suns, man. This people got to realize the Suns have not. They like, got no experience. Yeah, they got no, CP3. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. See, and he hadn't even been to the finals. Like this, yeah. I think it's a little too early for the Suns. Like CP3 and Jay Crowder. The only way they get to the finals is if songs. the Lakers or Clippers. Like if the Clippers implode or if the Lakers hurt. That's the only way the Suns get. To. Yeah, I feel like the Clippers. It might be. Very, it might be their opportunity this year. The Clippers this year. If they stay healthy. Yeah, like the Lakers are injured. You get you get an injured LeBron James and AD in the first round. Boom, yeah. easy dub. And they got to be the beat the Utah Jazz or. the Phoenix Suns, that is not daunting at all. You know, who would what, you pick? You know the Suns or Utah? That is with. super tough. But I don't know who I would the playoffs, pick. I'd take the Jazz, Jazz probably. Who takes the Jazz? Now that I think about it, like, yeah, uh, yeah they, they blew that 3 1 lead, but they are back with the They're vengeance, hungry. redemption, yeah. that extra chip. Man, I might have to say the Jazz. I actually have to yeah. agree because Donovan Mitchell is a superstar. Like, this dude legit puts up 30 points in the, in the playoffs past couple of years. So he steps up in the playoffs. He They got an unreal defense. Obviously, Rudy Gobert being the anchor of the defense. They got shooters everywhere. But yeah. the problem is with the Jazz, like who's the second ball hand? Like Mike Conley, so average. Playoff experience, man. He he yeah, does he, have playoff experience. He does. Like I, He had that one year with the Memphis Grizzlies. He was balling. He was like dropping floaters, hitting clutch mid-range jumpers. Yeah. But if, if Mike Conley's your second ball handler and second scorer – that's a little iffy, but like Chris Paul and like Devin Booker, they both might make All NBA this year. Yeah, might they yeah, probably like, both will. Like, yeah. like it's really close. I think CP3 is a lock to make All NBA because going from one franchise to another, that impact he's making All NBA. Devin Booker might make it, might squeeze in as All NBA third team. So if you have two All NBA guys, you got the two superstars you need to uh, try to win a championship. But yeah, DeAndre Ayton, no. No, no. They had a chance to draft Luka Doncic. Uh, no, I, I give him some bail. Nobody knew Luka was going to be doing this, bro. I, do. I don't know. There, I remember yeah. there were people hyping up saying he was the next European superstar. I slept on him because I saw him like the next Hito Turkoglu, but the Dallas Mavericks <laughs> saw him as like the next Larry Bird. So look at that, man. Wow, Is that it, set the franchise That would have been nasty with Book. Right? right. Luka Doncic, Oof. Devin Booker, man. CP3. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's dude, a championship team. Zoom, but I mean, Deion, look, they have two primary scorers, like you said, in CP3 and Devin Booker. He's averaging 15, 15 and 11 on 62% shooting. I mean, what what else are you asking of him? I'm slipping, man. I'm slipping on it. In the playoffs, man, he's going to be sure. irrelevant. He's sure, going to be, he's, he's like, what is his role? Are you going to post him. up DeAndre Ayton in Go the Bear playoffs? would own him. Yeah, like DeAndre Ayton, it just, I feel like in the playoff situation, He's just gonna be a rim runner, like just the screen setter, like the Clint yeah. Capella. 
Clint Capella yeah. ain't going number one overall. I'm sorry, no. man. But at the set, this is why I do not. I, I am biased against the center position where you don't have, even though he's actually got a nice mid range jump shot. Yeah, he can but shoot like, a little bit. But his like post moves, not really there. Too Especially, mechanical. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's yeah. the thing. Mechanical is not about it at all. Yeah, he's got he got a nice jump shot. But outside of that, like you need post moves in the playoffs because the pace slows down. You're everybody's tired. You give him the post one on one action. Maybe get an easy bucket. He don't got that game yet. He's just a nice screen and roll partner with uh, Devin Booker and Chris Paul. And I feel like him as the third option, like the Phoenix Suns, man, they got this opportunity with this young superstar and an old superstar to try to win a title. Man, they got to go for it now because after CP3 retired, it's over for the Suns. It's over. Well, you know, they much. also had a chance. They also had a chance this year to draft Tyrese Halliburton. And they Oof. took some, I don't even know who they took. It was some forward that could shoot. That was it. So I don't know. They have missed on the draft somewhat a lot. So That's I don't true. know. I think the Suns uh, have a chance. I just don't buy into it because it's just hard. I feel like from a team that's lost as much as they have to just all of a sudden turn around and make it to like the finals. I can maybe see them squeaking into the conference finals. But I think with the Bucks, a lot of people are missing and they may know it. They just are not missing it a lot is. I think the pick, the uh, acquisition of P.J. Tucker is also going to help them out in a lot of series because Playoff P.J. Player. is the, cla- is the classic 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six swing guy, can guard, can muscle around your bigs a little bit, sit in that corner, shoot that corner three. Shane Bannier, man. Yeah, have have <laughs> his – he's so versatile to the, which, in terms of what you can do on the uh, floor. So, you know, if I'm a bet man and they play Brooklyn, I'm picking Brooklyn if they're all three healthy. But I think Drew Holiday could bother Kyrie somewhat. And then PJ could just get on Father Katie's KD. nerves. Yep. Just get on his nerves. He's not going to stop Katie because nobody can stop Katie. But he can no. get on his nerves. You can and if he him. gets under his skin <laughs> a little bit for a couple of possessions, he's done his job. So it all – but if that happens, then it all has to kind of boil down on Giannis taking it home. Because then, you know, Chris Middleton is going to give you 20 most series, most game series. So you're going to get that from him. So it all depends on Giannis. And I know he was making threes in the second game against Brooklyn. I got to see that in the playoffs because I just don't think there's a scenario Law where Giannis numbers, is draining threes. Yeah, I, It'll I, even I, out. I don't see it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, if it's up to me and I'm and I'm the coach against Giannis, if he makes four to five threes every game in the series, I'll be like, hey, good game. You won it. Like, I'll take yeah. that, Jets, because, you know, if he starts doing that, that's, that's best player in the league type potential. So it's a lot of it's a lot of series, man. Let's uh, let's also not write off the very hot nuggets, even without Jamal Murray, man. MPJ has stepped it, up. MPJ? Yeah, MPJ. MPJ is balling. He's a, he's a monster. We monster. took Wendell Carter Jr. over this dude, man. Yeah. So obvious, he, But listen, though. He was he, called the light-skinned uh, Kevin Durant. I didn't give a damn. He had a back injury. No, nah, those are you can't. Nah, man. man. Do you know he, where Wendell is? In Orlando. Well, yeah, I wouldn't have picked He's not Wendell, even on the team but... anymore, man. I'm, I'm just saying, you got to pick guys with high – Upside, man. Even if he busts, I can live with it. Wendell Carter, best case scenario, was Al Horford. Do you know what Al Horford's doing? Al Sitting Horford on the paid. bench and getting paid twenty plus million dollars <laughs> yeah, for OKC Thunder. Yeah. And he's also he's like stealing, man. He's <laughs> stealing, man. Highway yeah. robbery, robbing the pretty much <laughs> Oklahoma City GDP is Al Horford's contract, man. Ridiculous, <laughs> man. Ridiculous. He's just sitting on a bench in a suit, man. Oh, my Lord. That dude was rock. Oh, Oklahoma City's GDP, man. That was Bro, great. Boston Celtics paid for Vandal. Dude, the 76er paid the man $100 million. Oh, it hurts, oh, man. man. Bunch of idiots back to the Philly, man. They paid $100 million, man. Yeah, for an old center. Yeah, I yeah. mean, dude, this 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 playoffs is going to be interesting as hell because these last six six or seven games are crucial to really the seating. Like we don't know, you know, yeah, we have no idea to where everything's going to. Yeah. Exactly, we won't know until May fourteenth, May fifteenth, pretty much. So, oh, this is going to it's going to be a NBA is going to be exciting, man, dude. Finally, this play in, yeah, play in tournament, play in tournament. We can Draft actually lottery. Playoffs, oh, we, and Zoo, we actually get to deliberate on which team's making the finals this year. We don't know it's Cavs Dude, Warriors, it's actually man. not obvious anymore, man. Yeah. I'm looking at that with the injury thing and this yeah. play in tournament. Know. Wow, it's Le- it's as balanced as I can remember. Adam Silver he, is in LeBron's he, head, man. Dude, 
Dude, do you know why he's complaining? Because he's scared, man. He's scared. Yeah. For dude, the first like, time in his career. Dude, first, <laughs> dude, legitimate. Like, if this dude misses the playoffs because yeah. of the play-in tournament, yeah. embarrassing. Embarrassing. No, that's not embarrassing for him. Yes, it hurt. is. No, he's not. It's not no, embarrassing. No, no, dude. If you, like no. LeBron James and this, this Kevin, is Sean, it'll be only because he complained because, about like, it. Only because yeah, he complained but, about it. But if you follow LeBron's career, like I don't, people take that so serious. But I think it's because LeBron. But LeBron does he contradicts himself every year. Oh, he does it every year. Man. So it's he's like yeah, pretty, I, when I read that, man. I was like LeBron. Like it's because, like you said, he's embarrassed because like he's pissed that he's gonna have to. Like it's not benefiting him. Because like you mm-hmm. say, when he did it last year right. when he was winning the finals, it's like, oh, yeah, the player, who cares, who cares about it? Because you never envisioned at that time he wasn't hurt. So he didn't envision he's ever going to be in a scenario where he's, like, <laughs> going to be in a player. So it's like, yeah, he, but LeBron, I mean, he if you follow his career, like I follow his whole That's career, true. he always does. He contradicts himself all the time. I just think he gets so much, like, attention because it's LeBron. So I just, yeah, yeah of course they he's pissed off. He's got to be in a player. Yeah, of course he's pissed off. He's got to be in a player. That's why he's like, yeah, <laughs> he don't like it anymore. Yeah. And like, who, you know who else did that? Luca did it too. And now look, Luca yeah, looks like he's not going to be in a player. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're both, they're both. It's they're not both a right coincidence. There. Yeah, it's yeah. not a coincidence those two guys said it. Because they're both half a game out and Dave Dollar is knocking (laughs) on the door. Like, it is not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. The two guys who complain are half a game out. (laughs) It's not a coincidence. And and Zoo, Zoo shot Lillard is the one, arguably, maybe besides Curry, is the one guy you do not want to have to face in a one game situation. Dame Dame is like, Dame, if it's a close game, it's it's over. Because he's going to take that from the low. As a Bulls fan. (laughs) As a Bulls fan, I wholeheartedly agree with that because he killed us this year. So oh, in late dude. game situations, single handedly, down uh, by so. Blazers down by five. This guy hits back to back threes. There was a point like zero 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 one percent chance of it happening. My lord! I hope Dame gets to a situation where he. I know he's the Mister. Oh, I don't want to do super team guy, but Come I hope to he Chicago. goes. Like, I hope he goes. We need else, a point man. guard. Yeah, I'm sick of Kobe White, man. He's a I nice see him guy. In, I don't want Kobe White starting anymore. I ain't gonna lie, I could see him in New York, but the Knicks. Oh my god, that'd be nasty. Ooh, imagine Dame time in Madison Square yeah. Garden, man. Oh, oh he's exactly why he's got. He's Dude. already got the trademark. Yeah, and he's clutch. There's no better place to be clutching than the Garden. So yeah, I could definitely see that. Wow. Him and I don't know whoever would have joined. Yeah, he I guess probably, him, him and, yeah, him and a buddy you recruit a free agent too. Him yeah, and because I don't mean, team I don't think uh, uh, Obi Top is going to be there when he gets there. So I think he's <laughs> what a bust. Team. Yeah, I don't know. He's been him, man. rough. Dude. Has he been hurt or is it just he? Ain't, nah, he ain't he's been hurt. a scrub. Four points. That's again. crazy. It's like crazy. everyone on New York is like having one of those seasons except for Obi. Oh yeah, Obi Toppin and Kevin Knox. Woo! He turned out bad. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> Barrett would be Barrett would be, I guess, a good. Oh, it could be a school. I don't know what year Dame is in terms of contract wise, but him and Zion and maybe Barrett that'd be a nice little trio. I could see it because yeah, I could definitely yeah. see Zion. They have to give up Randall, obviously. Yeah, they would give yeah, up Randall. Yeah, <laughs> I would too. If Randall's lightweight is a he's been a top five MVP guy. Lightweight. Oh, I don't know. The next go, man. He's been carried. Like, all right, if you think about it, I don't it, know about that, man. Him and Chris Paul has made the biggest impacts on their team this year. And Chris Paul, I would candidate. see not see, but for me, I'd argue that Thibodeau has actually had a bigger impact than Julius Randall on the Knicks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he, I mean, Randall's he gets, a monster. He gets a year. And, and and Randall's going to get most improved by far. I mean, he's a guarantee. He's lock for that. He's a lock for most improved. Yeah, I can't think of anybody else. No, there's. I don't think there's. I mean, but it's not even. Even if there was somebody that was came back and averaging like eighteen a game or something like yeah. that. Nah, man. Randall's like you said, as a, as a, looking at a player specific. But if you're looking at the overall team, dude, Thibodeau comes in because uh, you know Randall was there, man, and. They you didn't know, do Thibodeau comes in. Thibodeau, man. They Thibodeau didn't do anything was the one variable Thibodeau. that changed. He came in and was the one that lit the fire underneath Randall because he saw that Randall had potential. Nobody just had pushed him yet, and boom! It, and, and then it just clicked. And they love playing with each other, man. And they bring in D Rose. I mean, the, D. Hey, man, Rose, I think the Todd Knicks, Gibson. The Knicks could force some. Uh, they could force a little bit of trouble in the. That East, would man. be. I don't know where the Knicks are in the standings, but like if that could ever be Brooklyn and New York in the first, second, whatever round. I would just love to see. I, 
I mean, it won't happen. They'll probably get the capacity to like 25, 30%. But man, a New York, New York battle. Like, I'm Ooh. not picking the Knicks, but just they would they would bother the Nets because it's just the whole hype of and don't let yeah. New York get yeah, you know, one team one is game. all finesse and skill. Yeah. Yeah. And being the hard. I said one guy's like he's off with KD, man. I don't know what they're doing. Like they chilling and you got the next grinding. So exact opposite in culture right now. And I don't care what nobody says. That's why I think the Nets is just hard to see them winning because defense wins championships. You know anything about any type of playoff basketball, nobody wins just solely off offense. Plus two with Dan and Tony, like mm-hmm. I know Nash is the coach, but that's Dan Tony's offense. Yeah, Dan Tony's won a lot of championships, dude. Yeah. Just kidding, dude. He never won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and there's a reason be, for that. It will be interesting to see. That's why I think a lot of people are giving the Bucks a chance because they definitely will lock you up uh, on the defensive side. And they got I guess you can call Bucks and Knicks, man. Good. Uh, Giannis a defensive player. No, I guess you could say that. But they got three guys who can legitimately lock you up. So that is going to do it for the podcast tonight. Uh, like I said, there's a couple of games left playing. It's a lot of people sweating, trying to get into that play-in tournament. So we're going to be following the coverage. Uh, we're going to have a lot of talk leading up to the play-in. Um, you know, NFL – I'm thinking some Rodgers news may come in the next week or two. Not too sure, but it's just a lot of drama to report with that. So, you know, hopefully we'll get a trade to drop over the weekend or something crazy so we can talk about it on uh, next Thursday. So we're going to be doing with that. Besides that, not too much NFL stuff. I guess rookies going to be going to camp, things of that nature. I'm not sure how they're doing with COVID, uh, with all the mini camps and things like that. But we'll keep it uh, up to date on that. But. As usual, make sure you guys follow us on bullheaded underscore pod. Like I said, I'm putting all kind of football, basketball. Uh, haven't had any baseball highlights to see. Uh, I think somebody actually had a no hitter the other night. Probably should have put that up there. But uh, no, just I a like lot of great content. Warriors. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Pretty dope. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty dope. No one hit the no, damn no ball hitter, for Come a freaking three hour game, Come man. No hitter. Andy. Come on, man. Come on. No hitter, man. No hitter. No hitter. <sighs> My God. Uh, one day, Zoo, one day, but uh, <laughs> no, no, never be entertaining to me. Never, it's impressive, very skillful, but entertaining. Nah, yeah, that's fair, that's fair. But uh, yeah, trying to get as many highlights up as I can daily. So, uh, you guys make sure you check out for that. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, um, Anchor, and all the other DSPs as usual. And uh, for people, Zoo, and me. Thank you.